Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome on a Friday, wherever you may be, right around the country. It's Friday, it's fun day, and the form lounge is back. Miles Fitzner with you, wherever you may be, right around this country. I'd want to hear from you straight off the top, 0499. 736-736. With the form lounge this year, we're looking to change the format. We'll change it up a little bit. And a few regulars that you'll be wanting to hear from. Very shortly, we're going to start our regular segment with Gab Nutt. We're calling it Gift of the Gab for the Ma Eustace team. And she'll be joining us. She's waiting patiently on the line. Absolute superstar from the Ma Eustace team. Tom Inglis to discuss all things Hong Kong. We're going to talk about ex-Australians, about the... Horses that are looking to be purchased, ones that are maybe going over, and also his best bets for Hong Kong racing. We get our main man back from the West. Terry Layton, the wizard himself, he will join me to run through all things Western Australian racing and give a tip or two his mail for the horses that we like over there. And then we're going to go north and have a chat to Shane Curlio for Curly's Corner. And we might sort of break it down a little bit, find something, maybe a data outlier or something that he likes across the country. We'll chat about him and the mailbag team, of course. Towards the end of the show, don't stress, we'll have the best bets as we look towards the weekend's racing. We'll have uh, mail time, which we're going to call it this year. And we've also got a segment where you can ask a question and we'll take our question or listener of the week. So if you've got a question, RE form. You have a question on a horse that's running. You have a question on a staking plan. Anything that you want to know to improve your experience in regards to horse racing right around the country, let me know. 0499 736 736. I'd love to hear from you. 0499 736 736. Let's get the show underway. And we're calling this gift of the gab. She's got her own stinger, her own spot on a national show right around the country. We're going to start it away with this, though. one-minute intros and your dreams come true with the Ma Eustace crew. <laughs> we talk of Gab Nutt from the Ma Eustace team for Gift of the Gab. How are you, Gab? Hi, Miles. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Uh, yeah. you, what did you make of the intro? Is that not many people yeah. get the minute-long <laughs> intro? Gosh, I was just listening to it. I was like, this is great, isn't it? Yeah, well so done. I'm flattered. Thank you. I'm flattered. <laughs> well done to Sammy and the production crew for putting that together. Gab, you're going to join me uh, on a regular basis, and we're going to sort of deep dive a bit into your stable, some some ongoings, um, some secrets. We're going to talk a bit of data, um, trialling of horses, uh, breaking, 
Uh, and then obviously we'll get uh, some horses that are flying and, and uh, ones that we should be on for the weekend. But there's plenty to chat about. You guys are the juggernaut that just keep rolling on. The success of the stable, um, it, well, it's nothing short of outstanding. It was great spring. Uh, we lead into autumn. There must be an air of confidence around the team at the moment. Yeah, look, I mean, the the first half of the season uh, was fantastic. Uh, there was some absolute superstars, like you just said, uh, that was in the Stinger, High Tot, obviously last autumn. And then you've got Cool and Gatta, who won a Group 1. Bella Nipatina, who was always a bridesmaid, finally finally got hers. And, you know, a culminated with, uh, culminated with Gold Trip, who was just amazing, you know. A horse that has been not the easiest, not the most straightforward, and some very patient and loyal owners were aptly rewarded. So... Yeah, it was a fantastic time. I don't think uh, many people came off the cloud uh, very quickly there. And the team was just, yeah, elated for, for many weeks. And the celebrations lasted uh, that long too. Before we dig into uh, sort of this weekend and, and it's almost a star-studded lineup of horses that you've got jump outs uh, sort of everywhere, really, across a couple of states. So it is a busy time for your team. Um, we've seen you operate before with the Ballpark Entertainment crew up there and at Magic Millions uh last year no doubt you've had magic millions in Caraca and Will Bourne does an outstanding job um with the potato chips in your team of finding uh <laughs> of finding, finding horses can you just tell us a little bit about like if you've got some numbers off the top of your head in regards to sort of how many you you sort of looked at or bought it at magics and then Caraca again because logistically I don't think some people understand how hard it is when the numbers of horses that that we're talking well, uh, firstly, sustenance is key, and keeping uh, Kieran and Will fed and watered is very <laughs> important. Uh, <laughs> so, yep, as many know who follow me on social media, uh, Will loves a packet of chips. He eats probably quite a few when we're on the road. So, uh, look, I guess, you know, the starting point when we're looking at yearlings, you know, starts months and months before the sale. Uh, we get around to the studs and look at them in the paddock. We'll try to look at them in the paddocks first. Uh, look at them again when they're in the prep and then look at them again when they're in sale. So by the time you get to the complex, you know, hopefully we've seen most of the catalogue at least once, maybe even twice. And, you know, the one thing that you do like to see is see horses develop and thrive through a prep. Often, uh, you know, this is sort of an, a small indicator of how they may handle life in a racing stable. Uh, it's busy, it's full on. And so if they're thriving in their little prep as a yearling in, and they're handling it well, then you're, you're sort of knowing that hopefully they're, they're going to handle a racing prep. So uh, Magic Millions, obviously, was the first cab off the rank. We started looking November, December. Uh, we ended up walking away with 31 yearlings, <laughs> a variety of stallions first season uh, and obviously more proven. I think there's a couple of notable ones. Uh, we've got Loving Gabby's first foal, who's by Tarada, first season sire. Uh, Kieran and Will were really keen um, to get her. Obviously, Loving Gabby was a superstar for the stable. Uh, there's a pretty handy horse called Grease, who is her full relation. So the family is proven. It runs well. So they're pretty keen to get that, which we did, which was nice. Um, and then there's a very exciting colt that they purchased uh, out of Booker uh, with uh, off Coolmore, and he was he was just a superstar. So 
Um, Kieran said, Kieran paid a, paid a lot for him, um, but we're really excited to, to get him uh, broken in and into the system. So there's quite a few there. And Karaka, we picked up uh, 13. So uh, we're really excited by that. Um, you go over there for more of the classic types. So we picked up a couple of staying types that we think are going to be nice three-year-olds. Derby's Oak Forces. Uh, we picked up some by a stallion called Pazir, who is currently leading uh, the leading stallion in New Zealand, uh, above the likes of Tavistock and Savabil. So he's doing an amazing job off a very modest service fee. So uh, it's been a busy time. The boys have been on the road, and um, yeah, we're looking forward to getting all those broken in. And the first few, the first few for Magic currently. Uh, currently at 80s in Wangaratta, and uh, they're they're getting broken in now. So, so exciting time. Just on 80, we're actually going to get him on the show at some point throughout and have a chat yeah. with him about breaking. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they tell me he's a bit of a character. He is an absolute character. Look, he, he went to primary school this year, and uh, they've been friends for a very long time. Um, he stepped in when Kieran uh, broke his leg right before the Mongol derby and, and did the job with Annabelle. Um, he's an elite horseman, a great character, and there's no one who Kieran would uh, trust more than 80 to break in his horses. Looking forward to a chat with him. Uh, just in regards to your 13 dealings at uh, Karaka, if I'm saying that correctly, I know that the Kiwis get annoyed <laughs> when I don't roll the R, and 31 at Magics. I, I remember when we had the tour up there and and yourself and Dave were kind enough to take a crew of us through and look at a horse and... Within about 10 minutes, a few people wanted to get involved, but the horse was already gone. Do, do you sort of find it, 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 they go pretty quickly? Uh, like, Does it become yeah. almost a bit of a race for, for percentages and shares in them a bit? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I'm blown away by the support that we've had this year alone. Um, there's still plenty more sales to come, so if you missed out, you can get involved. Um, and we've still got a few shares left in some of the ones we have purchased, but um, yeah, it's just been incredible. Uh, we've got a, a system where we send out um, a, an SMS to those who've registered interest. And so, you know, first in best dress, and that's the way it kind of goes. Um, and yeah, we've been, you know, thrilled with what we've bought and the support's been fantastic. So um, it's been, yeah, exciting time. Quickly before we get stuck into the ones that uh, may have jumped out this morning and some running on the weekend, uh, what's the, they go to the website or they best email you? Both. You can go to the website. We've got all of the shares, uh, all the horses on there with shares remaining. And, you know, obviously you can reach out and get in touch with any member of the team, be it, you know, uh, Dave, Kieran, Will, Leanne, myself, Kate. Um, we're all very accessible, more than happy to talk. Anything that you want to know, there's no silly question. So uh, we're all very approachable and um, there's many ways you can get in touch and get involved. And it's just a good good time as well. Right, let's talk some ponies. Uh, did you have a few jump out at Warwick Farm this morning? Yeah, so uh, Kieran's in town. So we had 13 two-year-olds jump out at Warwick Farm this morning. A um, couple of nice ones. It's a lot of just a bit of experience that we like to get them before they go to the trials. So a bit of education, getting them, you know, stimulated in a barrier and then asked to, you know, be quick away. So there was a couple of nice ones this morning um, that jumped out. Uh, of the 13. There's some that'll go for a break, which is which is fine. They've just rounded out their education and, you know, they just need time to develop and grow. And there's a few that may may press on towards some trials uh, in a couple of weeks' time. But we'll just see how they, they come through it today and uh, assess 
from there. I saw the list of horses that are down the trial at uh, Cranny on Monday. The likes of Gold Trip, Persan, Steinem, Coolangatta, Generation, Bella Nipatina, Lethal Thoughts, Brave Mead, uh, Mornington Pier. Uh, it's an all star lineup at Cranny on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the, the frequent flyer points are getting very well. Uh, well into the thousands there for the boss. Uh, so he'll be back down there on Monday, I'd say. And, yeah, I'm, they're so happy with how Gold Trip's come back. Um, he's been going so well. I think the same with Cool and Gadda. She's been, she's been galloping extremely well. Uh, and Generations, actually, by all reports, he's doing a great job as well. So um, it's an exciting time. You know, they're all not very far off kicking off uh, their, their campaigns for the autumn. So I'd say most of them... It'll be their last, you know, strong bit of work and then they'll they'll head to the races. Hey, uh, there's a few horses I want to talk about. Can we touch on VC uh, running tomorrow? I know this is one that you guys have got a bit of time for in race two. Yeah, plenty of time for this bloke. Uh, the team bought him in uh, January last year at Magic Millions up on the coast. Uh, he did cost a pretty penny uh, and he was in Sydney for a while uh, because we thought that he may make uh, the Magic Millions, but he just—he was just showing signs of wanting a little freshen, so he uh, did that. Um, and he raced on Magic Millions Day, but that was his first start down in Melbourne, and obviously he won very impressively. So um, it's exciting. Obviously tomorrow is a is a test. There's it's a couple of handy horses that are against him. Uh, we're looking towards the Blue Diamond with him, so just to see him run run well tomorrow is important. Um, and, yeah, we're exciting to see what he holds. Obviously, a great group of owners there that are massive supporters of the stable. Um, those colours have, have led us to many group ones. So um, it's exciting that they've got another, another handy colt on their hands. Uh, let's talk about another one that uh, I think you've come out and said is on its way to the Blue Diamond in a two-year-old filly called Steel City. Now, part of the best bloodstock uh, crew as well, well, Jared Magnabosco and the team. And, look... It, Went under to to uh, to learning to fly, which looks to be absolutely anything, and it also went under to Red Resistance, who came out and broke the two-year-old class record. So you've run into two handy ones, but the Blue Diamond is going to be the target there. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. So she actually made her way down uh, to Melbourne last night. Um, so she's yeah, she's gone down there. So she again was another filly that uh, we got from Magic Millions and. Um, she nearly nearly got there. Um, we actually had her in the debutante or the debut race that, uh, with a new race up at Magic Millions, but she ended up being an emergency. So stayed in Sydney, ran super. Yeah, as you said, just beaten by Red Resistance. So we were pretty excited when he came out and did what he did uh, last weekend. Uh, that kind of gave us a little bit of confidence uh, leading into her race in the Witten. And, and she was super. She's still learning. Uh so they might play around with a bit of gear there. Um, but she's she's a super horse. Obviously, she's the half of September run from a very good family uh, by Merchant Navy, who Kieran trains. So uh, knows knows the stallion very well, uh, knows what works for him. Um, so we might just hopefully we'll see the best of her. But, yeah, her and VC may be clashing in a couple of weeks' time. Be good to see. Now, Gab, uh, I can't let you go. We, we called this gift of the Gab, so we need Gab's gift before we let you go. We need your pick of the weekend. <laughs> we need one for the weekend. Um, there's a few that, you know, Detonator, Detonator Jackson, Lawrence VC, 
a few to work through, especially down here. Uh, have you got one pick for the weekend? I'm going to go a bit of value, and it's a bit of a risk, uh, but it's in Sydney, and her name is Capital Queen, and she's running in Sydney. Uh, this is her second start. It's a big step up in grade, but I think she's a filly that it's a sneaky each-way chance, maybe more place chance, um, but she's fit. She's ready to go. She is a bit untapped. We don't know what's there. She won on uh, debut very nicely uh, and wasn't really, really asked. But I think tomorrow she's against the handy field, but a lot of them are first up. A lot of them want more ground. So she might just run her way into a sneaky place and get some black heart, which would be very rewarding for all of her owners. $26 and four twenty. You really know how to come in and go bang. <laughs> well, she's got, a, she's got a salute. <laughs> hey, uh, Gab, I'm looking forward to chatting to you every Friday. I think we're going to get Kat from your data team on, your breaker, of course. Bit of an in-depth look. We've gone a bit longer than we uh, normally would today, but uh, thanks so much for your time again, and we'll chat again next Friday. Yeah, absolutely. And if anyone you know has any questions that they want or anything they want to hear about in terms of horses, get them to shoot you a message, and uh, we, can, we can have a bit of a yarn. Uh, looking forward to it, Gab. We'll chat again next week. All right. Thanks, Miles. Gab Nutt there, the superstar from the Ma Eustace team. We've desperately got a break. Uh, when we come back on the other side, I think we've got Tom Inglis for a look at Hong Kong. We've still got Shane Curlio, Terry Layton, but I want your text 0499 736 736. Any questions that you want? I see Mitchie's chimed in, a few others. Uh, Greg, Mark, they've all chimed in as well. Please send them in 0499 736 736. This is the Form Lounge. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge on a Friday. Running late already. Typical of me, Miles Fitzner with you around the country. 0499 736 736. I'll answer any of your questions on any horse in the country towards the end of the show. So get them in. It's now time to go to James Early. He's the operations manager at Punt123. And Punt123, you can download the app today. As always, gamble responsibly. Hello, James. Hello, Fitzy. How are we today? Oh, very, very well, my friend. Very well. Looking forward to the weekend's racing. Um, we're going to go through and have a little bit of a look. Where did you want to start? In the Eskimo Prince? I'm happy to be on the SMO. Um, our cabin is short. Happy to take take on seven of the nine runners are actually first up, so you probably got to really respect any of the market moves. And I thought our target has been pretty impressive, and I gave Zajadan a chance at sort of double figure odds as well. Yeah, Sajad in the toppy and Zoo Tiger. We just saw Gab Nutt from the Ma Eustace team give you a bit of a push for Capital Queen. It's might ask you to stand still there a bit too, Jimmy, because the service sounds a bit bad. We go to Sandown Race 7, the Jeffrey Bellamain Stakes. Um, Excelia in this race looks like it might be a hope. Yeah, well, I thought it was a pretty even race. And I've put some question marks on Excelia. I don't like it, so, uh, I don't like it sort of probably a little bit further. But a price of $11 looks a pretty good each way bet. It's a class runner in the field. And if there's a little bit of money for a run a very good race. Uh, what's your best bet at Sandown? Is that in race number four? Yeah, race four on Benedata. It's a two-horse race, but 
It was very impressive its last couple of starts. I think it will get a big, big jump on Balmia. It'll just be too far away to be able to turn the tables. Best bet there, race four, number one, Benedetta. And just a couple of market movers to round out uh, your stint on the Friday. Yeah, so in Randwick race six, big go on the six Banjo, four dollars into two twenty. In Eagle Farm race six, number two, hang five. It's been four twenty into two sixty with some small deductions. And in Ascot race seven, number one, Weapon Sun has been five dollars into two sixty. Yeah, three big goes there, James. Appreciate you jumping on, mate. We'll chat every Friday. Looking forward to it. Nice, thanks, Fitz. Catch up. James Early there from Punt 123. You can download the app today and, as always, gamble responsibly. 0499 736 736. James has got a couple of his questions in. Get your question in. I'll try to answer all your texts in our little question of the week segment towards the end. We're going to jump to the news early. On the other side of this, uh, Tom Inglis. We've got some uh, Hong Kong tips as well as uh, Australian horses we're watching overseas. We'll be back in a moment. This is the Form Lounge. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the magic man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Thank you to the newsroom for that. Well, each week we're going to discuss our Hong Kong racing. We love it. You can go to hkjc.com and talk all things Hong Kong racing, but it's better to get the inside word from a man that knows. We're calling it Hong Kong with Dom Dom. I know that might be the Tokyo Drift music, but Hong Kong will be close enough there for you, Tommy. Uh, hello to you, Tom Inglis. <laughs> oh, one of your favourite uh, movies, I would have thought, Miles. <laughs> the, the old Fast and the Furious. Well, that's how we used to operate back in the day anyway, didn't we? <laughs> yes, yeah, back in the day, we certainly did. Hey, mate, uh, you're our resident, well, you're my resident Hong Kong man, uh, and we know that you like getting horses here in Australia and sending them over there to Hong Kong. We, we want to try and pick one each week with you that uh, is a former uh, Australian that is racing over there now. And I want to kick away with one that was formerly called Blue Army that now races over there as Romantic Charm. Yeah, they probably should have kept the name. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, <laughs> too sure about the new one. But, uh, yeah, punters might remember him from winning the Stand Down Guineas, especially if they backed him. He was an $18 uh, chance, so... Would have been a big payday for anyone who was following him back there. He's having his first start up uh, in Hong Kong in race nine um, on Sunday. Uh, he's a chance, but I, I'd say probably one to watch. He might he'll be going around at odds. He might he, he might get up for a place uh, or the win, but I think definitely one to watch. Uh, he's been trialling enormous, so he's pretty exciting. So Romantic Charm, which is racing in race nine, formerly Blue Army, if you've uh, backed it and followed it. We'll pick one each week. There's another one there called Diamond Flare. Yeah, trained previously by Mark Newman. Uh, so what the owners have done is bought him as a yearling, uh, qualified him uh, to get to a rating of 63 and then sent him up there. Um, I'd say watch this week um, and then probably in three starts, he'd be, he'd be ready to go. Uh, he'll take a bit more time to acclimatise and especially because he's getting into some stronger racing there than he was back in Oz. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's, you know, I think he'll be, have a good future up there. Uh, you've got a couple of tips for us. You've got one that you really like and one maybe just a bit of a place nibble and, and look on. Yeah. So head to race six, 
um, excellent fighter. It was very disappointing in his last run, sort of got blocked for a run. Uh, he's had his two starts down the straight. Uh, this is the first time he goes to 1,200 metres, and I think he's been screaming out for it. Um, I think he'll be at odds as well because of his last start performance was a bit dismal. Um, but, yeah, I, he's, he's probably my best of the day up there. Um, I'd go each way. But I'd be pretty confident with him getting a result. So race six number. Um, uh, race six number. Well, what was its name again? I'm just trying to write this down. Number three. Race six. Excellent number. fighter. Yeah. Excellent fighter. And your and sort then, of value play. Yeah, probably value. Um, if you're feeling confident, I'd go for the win. I'll, I'll be probably going more on the win than on the place. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, whatever punters want to do. Uh, and then previous in the race before. There's another horse called Galvanic with uh, Jamie Richards. I think he's a good chance for a place, um, and he'll be. I think he'll be at like fifty to one. Um, either, yeah, you could probably have something on the place this time, but definitely the run after. I think he's gonna he's gonna be winning very very soon. So Galvanic, which race? Uh, race five. Race five for Galvanic, and then uh, excellent fighter in race number six. There's also a Group One on Sunday. Yeah, look, it's a very, very good race. Uh, I think it's it's really between Wellington and Lucky Swainess. I think Wellington will probably be a dollar fifty or something. Uh, he's trialled well. They gave him a soft trial the other day, uh, which makes me think that they're keeping him pretty fresh for Sunday. Um, uh, but it, sorry, Kigo. Yeah, so yeah, uh, but it's going to be a very, very good, good, uh, good race. Um, it's the Centenary uh, Sprint Cup, so. Um, big group one up there. I think it's the prize money. I think in Australian, about two, three million to the winner. So it's a it's a good race, especially for a sprint. Tommy, uh, appreciate you jumping on this Friday. We'll have a little bit more time next week. We're going to have a uh, our horses to watch or Australian horses to watch in your best bets, mate. Uh, we'll also talk a little bit about you trying to buy a few of these Australians and sending them over. So uh, look forward to that uh, through the coming Fridays. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks very much for having me, Miles, and good luck to all the punters out there. Tommy Inglis there, absolute superstar. Knows his Hong Kong stuff better than anyone else, buying horses, sending them in and out. Uh, well, especially out of Australia, and he knows how to find them and knows how to buy them. Now uh, it's time. Well, my great mate, I've missed him. Uh, it's been a long time coming, but he's back. When I roll into the when I stroll into the it's the Wild Wild West with our great mate, Terry Layton. Hello, buddy. Hello, Miles. How are we? Nothing like a, oh, well, nothing like a bit of Will Smith to get me up and about. I was going to say, hopefully we can go full Will Smith on this week's uh, Ascot <laughs> card and just slap it to pieces. What do you reckon? Ascot uh, can be Chris Rock uh, and uh, we can be Will Smith. Hey, how are you seeing Ascot this weekend, my friend? Uh, are they scream out for the... the the uh, the tips from you every week. You and I have had a little hiatus, but we're looking to reunite. Oh, I've had a bit of a look through. There's a couple of shorties I didn't want to take on. Um, uh, and we've seen a, a decent sort of a go on, on Weapon Sun in race seven, Pike and the Morton team. There's been a big move there mm. early. 
Yeah, there has been. Uh, yeah, it's not a car that I, uh, I mind all that much, actually. There's a few I, uh, I quite like. Got a few runners in myself, Miles. You'll probably notice in the ownership group, a couple that we're, uh, we're pretty keen on um, oh. as well. So we can, uh, <laughs> we can give some good information on those ones, I'll tell you what. Hey, so, um, so but no, to, it's a good card. Just to set that up, there was a horse that you offered me a share in, wasn't there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there was. That there I was. Said, and, uh, I said no. <laughs> And he's won two of his last three. <laughs> hasn't won two of his last three. He's won two of his last three by half the straight miles. Let's get it right. And he's uh, he's going to go around. Uh, he's already five to two seventy for uh, for uh, this Saturday, and I reckon you might start even shorter. To be honest with you, so yeah, I reckon uh, if you had your time again, you might go on. I, I might say yes to that one, but I don't think you'll be saying no to me next time. No, I won't be. That's race nine, number two, Halatorian, of course. That's Pike in the last, which a lot of people will love for Roy Rogers. So we are with Halatorian. Do you want to? Uh, it, there's one I wanted to touch on quickly. A lot of good men. Uh, there's a bit of a rap on this horse in the. What is it? Quay Clean Plate over the 1100. Yeah, I really like um, this two-year-old. It was a, he's a big loping type, and uh, he took the majority of the straight to win first up. But I think it was a far better win than um, the stats probably suggest. So I'm pretty keen. He's, he's probably bare bones price now at two bucks, two bucks ten, two bucks twenty, depending where you shop in a in a sort of capacity two-year-old field. But uh, I'd be expecting um, with even luck that he gets the job done again, Miles. So yeah, pretty pretty keen. He'll. Uh, yeah, he'll win for uh, shorty punters out there. And just uh, keep in mind as well, the meeting's been pushed back a couple of hours because of the heat. So it's a 2.30 start. So I reckon for you guys over east, it might be a near 10 p.m. finish. That's when you usually start betting on Vale, isn't it? Well, that's when, well, you and I have at 10 p.m. in the west have started betting, betting on Vale. <laughs> and the grass dogs and, and the, gra- the bag weights over in, uh, <laughs> over in the UK. <laughs> Hey, uh, a couple of things just to just to uh, touch base with you. We've still got the Quokka fast approaching. We've still got um, what have we? When are the not the Hannans? What's the other? Um, what's the other? Um, Caracatta. The Caracatta. Yeah, the Caracatta. Yeah, the Caracatta for the two-year-olds. They're on the same day, so that's both in early April. We've got the Caracatta. Uh, we've got the Quokka on the same day. We've got the Joey. So the Joey's a consolation. Um, all the horses, all the sprinters that don't get a slot will go to the Joey worth 200000 The Quokka's worth $4 million. Uh, Two horses named thus far, Amelia's Jewel and Bella Nipatina. I reckon you'll find that Amelia's Jewel won't be com- as competitive over the 1,200, so we'll look to take her on this far out. But obviously, Bella Nipatina will be uh, fairly difficult to beat at a Zippy Ascot racecourse, I'd suggest. Um, and yeah, that's, that's basically the, the big lead-up, those two, for the two-year-olds and the, um, and the good sprinters. Magic Millions. most expensive purse we've had for a race in WA by over double. Wow. And we've also got mm. Magic Millions coming up. We saw she's a belter, I think, win there. Was it win last year, then goes to the Snowden team and then go on with it too, coming over east? We did, actually. I was on the phone to our mate, LK Fernie, yesterday, and we were having a laugh about that because I watched the race with him and it uh, loomed up and it was all over and I started celebrating more than he did. So um, <laughs> keep an eye out for her. I'll, I'll, give you an early, uh, I'll give you an early name to follow as well. I don't know if we're... Uh, in the order of entry at the moment, there's a horse by the name of Odenark. I should have won last Saturday. Got a very small share in. I, uh, if we can make it to the race, I reckon it'll be a winner. That's with the Wolf team, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yes. BJ and I with the 1-1 pod, we bought a little share. We've got a little uh, with a little group of us. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're quietly. We're not actually quietly confident. We're loudly confident, to be I, honest with you. I like that. I like that. The 1-1 podcast, too, is kicking away again. You can go and have a listen to that. Terry Layton and BJ Ryan. Now, Terry, I need your what, best one or two. Or I'm not going to put you under too much pressure. Show one. 
All right, what do we got? Uh, we'll start. We're gonna we're gonna go with a, a homegrown flavour here. Race number three, horse two. This is probably the one with the most value left in it. Be optimistic. Uh, Super trial was climbing over the back of Fanta, who came out um, in the sprint last week. The feature sprint. The name escapes me at the moment, and uh, nearly pinched it. And I reckon. We would have gone past it. Uh, we'd be optimistic. Came out first up on a track. You had to be close to the fence. That deep the trip, which is was huge to finish as uh, as close as she did. This is no stronger. Maps to get uh, probably the one one. I would suggest and anything north of three dollars is a bet. She's four fifty plus still. Um, I'm going to save on Bleecker Street in that same race. Horse number ten, round about the five fifty mark. So pretty keen. Um, as long as there's no second up syndrome, which is always a possibility with horses, as you know, Miles. Yep. Um, as long as there's no second up syndrome, I'm pretty confident. Be optimistic in race number three. We'll get the job done. I really like all the good men we've discussed. Um, it already race five, horse number one, the two-year-old. I think it'll get the chockies, um, but your best of the day. The best of the day is the good horse in the last. Race nine, number two, Halatorian drawn wide. Just trying to give us some type of disadvantage to equal it up for the uh, for the opposition. This is uh, easier than what we beat by three lengths. Um, Ease down last start. Wide gate means we can work to the breeze, possibly 1-1. One, one. With warm and fuzzy coming around us and taking the breeze, we could even lead. We could sit deep. Um, yeah, the plan is to back up in a feature race. I think the following week. So we're uh, yeah, we're we're pretty confident we can we can get the job done in the last with uh, a Uh Terry, always love hearing from you, and I thought the same too. Because if Hammer Mills five fifty in that race, then Halatorian should be about a dollar sixty. So um... that's ba- that's bang on. And I think you might find that our good mates D uh, D Cripps might have tipped it this morning, and thus there was another little move this morning for his little <laughs> service. So. I think everyone's getting involved, so hopefully can handle all of our weight. We'll be cheering it on. Terry, uh, looking forward to chatting to you every Friday, my friend, um, and uh, go well on the weekend with your runners. Pleasure as always, Miles. Terry Layton, the star from the West. Go follow him at Perth Racing Guru. We're going to jump to a break. Shane Curlio for Curly's Corner on the other side of this. And also, you have my best bets, the mailbag, and I'll answer a couple of your questions. Actually, a stack coming in here. I didn't think there'd be that many. Back in a moment. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the magic man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you right around the country. Keep the questions coming. 0499 736 736. Uh, Shane Curlio is going to join me every week. We're calling it Curly's Corner. He gets his own stinger too. I'm the kind of cheater, little homies want to be like on my knees in the night. Say a prayers in the street like. Oh, a bit of Coolio for Curlio. Hello, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Miles. I actually forgot that you called yourself the Magic Man, and when I heard that, I've never. <laughs> yeah, fair dinkum. You just pop me straight off. Regular seg. You're going to come on. We're going to talk data. Not hitting you for mail, and uh, you whack me straight off the bat. I like it. Oh wow! Hey, um, for the lovely, uh, lovely intro. Sorry. Were you happy with a bit of Coolio or not? Was that? Do you want Don't to change? mind it. Yeah. Don't yeah. mind it. Don't mind a bit of. Um, don't mind a bit of um, you know, hip-hop and uh, rap music, so happy with it, mate. Thank I, you. Yeah, I Appreciate know you'd have the windows down, trawling the streets of Toowoomba, absolutely blaring it. Now, part of the mailbag team, of course, who um, we're seeing a fair bit with Jack Dickens, to be fair, just about had enough of him. That's why I've got you on. Um, so uh, uh, we thought we'd get you on each week to try and have a look at something a little bit different. Now, we, we're going to talk this week about some stats at Toowoomba, funnily enough, home deck. 
Yeah, why not? Um, we've had a little bit of a hiatus at Toowoomba, and they, they uh, traditionally do over January, um, give the, the track a bit of a rest and uh, a rejuvenation. Sort of race about 40 weeks, 38 weeks of the year here. So um, it does see a fair bit of racing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, we're not talking about the, the most high-quality um, horses that go around. It's like the third third tier meeting in southeast Queensland on a Saturday. So um, there's plenty of uh, plenty of uh, opportunities, though, Miles, particularly um, around statistical analysis and all the data that I use and that we use at the mailbag is all punningform.com.au and uh, there's a number of good features that can help you dig a bit deeper to find some patterns. Yeah, well, Punningform's been superb and nothing short of superb for me since actually Dicko got me onto it. So I've been right into it. What have you found? What's the stat of the week? What uh, what have you got for us that we need to be careful of at Toowoomba? We're not just going to shop Queensland, mind you, every time we chat. No, that's right. But just, I thought just, it's the first meeting back this week, so it's as good a time as any to chat about it. Um, particularly, uh, um, so looking at sort of what I've done here, Miles, is the last six months in particular, so September onwards, it's a little bit of a different surface, if you like, um, in the winter time. So some, sort of from September onwards, you know, it, it's a, it's a better surface, it's firmer and it's just a bit uh, more consistently raced. Uh, and the market has been pretty strong um, and particularly finding horses that race on speed is a big key. Um, and it doesn't really, it doesn't, like the tempo's not a mass, a big as influence as you might think. Just looking at favourites at Toowoomba um, in the last six months, uh, 46% winnings, 46.7% winning strike rate and a profit on turnover of 23% Milo, which is absolutely enormous. Yep. If you had if you had $50 on every favorite at Toowoomba in the last 6 months, you'd be winning $1,757 profit at SP at well, starting what, price. So we're essentially making sure we've got leaders favourites at Toowoomba this weekend. That's the stat outlier. Is that what we're saying? Yep. Yep. So I think that will that, that's the thing. Um, if, you're gonna, if you identify the horses are going to be on speed and firm in the market, you're going to be profitable. Uh, and it'll probably start this week. Well, that's exactly what we're after from you. That's a scoop. But we're not just going to play Toowoomba when we chat every Friday. We'll have a little bit more time when we do it next Friday as well, um, Curly, because we'll uh, we'll might even have a look at Tassie and even SA. But we're trying to find the stat outlier of the week with you. Appreciate your time coming on on Friday, my friend. We love the Mailbag team. We love what you're doing with Mailbag Bloodstock and all the horses that you're purchasing. Go Exeter, and we'll chat again next Friday. Look forward to it, mate. Thanks very much. Shane Curley, I there. Follow him at Toowoomba Tips or go follow at the mailbag. The guys are Jets. So if you're going to play at Toowoomba this weekend, pretty simple. Favourites on speed and you be in front. We're going to jump to a break. On the other side of this, the best bets. And, of course, I'll answer some of your text messages. 0499 736 736. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you. 0499736736. A little bit of time before we finish. Not a lot, um, but it's kicking in, so I'll do my absolute best here. Uh, the questions have come in thick and fast. We're going to play this. As we get to them. So, 
There's a couple in here that might take a little bit longer than that. Mug punters chimed in. Milo, I've got a racing question for you in regards to classes of races. How does, for example, a BM58 compare to a Class 1? Now, that one's going to take me a little bit longer than today, Mug Punter, but I'm going to keep that, though, for next week and run through it. Um, Aldo's chimed in. Thoughts on Munster? I think he scratched Aldi, unfortunately. Um, Mitch Lewis chimed in about Munster as well. Um, a four masterclass sessions would be elite going forward. That's what we're going to aim to do towards the end of these shows. Now, as a question on what is the best horse in the West, I'd have to be Amelia's Jewel, in my opinion, um, I would have thought. Uh, James has chimed in about a couple at Ascot. So he's talking about Ollie's Choice and Amelia's Jewel. Um, I think he was race four, Ollie's Choice. Decent chance. I'll give River Rubicon some hope there. Um, I just worry about um, just the one run back after that Albany run over the 1,300, whether or not it might be a little bit outclassed here. It's a 72-plus race. Um, and those last few at Ascot in November, I just didn't think – I know they're behind some handy horses, but just didn't think it was quite up to it. Maybe one I was going to take on. And the other one was the Velvet Queen, a very, very good horse. Barely let you down. Three wins from its past five. Um, for Chrissy Parnham, I think it would be pretty hard to beat uh, in race number eight. You might even be able to take a running double with Halitorian. Uh, I'll get to a couple more here nice and quickly. About two minutes to go. Um, when you're looking at a nag in the stables, what are the signs of a winner? Gee whiz. I mean, that's like looking at artwork, really. Um, it's sort of, uh, it's a lot of guesswork there. More form probably goes into it than rather than looking at a horse in the stable. Danny from Berwick's chimed in, mate. Fighting McLaren wins race six tomorrow in Adelaide. Way over the odds. Yeah, it's a horse that I've got a bit of time for, Fighting McLaren. Not the worst. And Noah Bayer on the form lounge. Now, nah, we'll look to get a Bayer back when we can. Now, time for we go to our best bets. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. Mail Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. Yeah, a little bit of bluey there. Uh, not bad at all. Uh, nice and quick for you. Ramwick race seven, number one remark. Very keen on this horse up there at Ramwick. I think aft cabin up there. Will be very, very hard to beat as well. And Sandown, race two, number two, VC. And then one only pending, only pending that we've got uh, uh, some sting out of the ground. Race nine, number two, St. Lawrence. So race seven, number one, Remark at Ranwick, as well as aft cabin up there as well. You'll find it. And race two, number two, VC. And race nine, number two, St. Lawrence at Sandown. Don't forget also tonight, the Betfair Ed Show, myself and Tom Haylock. Uh, we'll be coming at you, uh, Tom Haylock, in studio here in Adelaide. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the form lounge. Just remember, I'll leave a bit more time for the questions to go into detail. Mud punter, I will get to yours next week. I'm on trackside all weekend as well. All Saturday, all Sunday. Keep them firing in. If you DM me on social media, on Twitter, or my Instagram, at Miles Fitzner, or at Fitzner Miles on Twitter, I'll answer any of your questions right throughout the weekend. Thanks for joining me. The first one for the form lounge back. Uh, Lots more in store. Stay tuned, though. More SE and track coming at you. Thank you.